Hey, my name is Bill. And I'm Danny. And we are a, a couple, couple of park hoppers. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Spooky season is here again. Mickey's not so scary Halloween parties are back at Magic Kingdom. In this episode, we're here to help you with some tips and tricks to make sure you're prepared to get the most out of your party ticket. Let's hop to it. it. is one for both the young and the old. Unlike anything you've ever seen, get ready for This is Halloween! It's the most wonderful time of the year, my friends! <laughs> it's spooky season. It's not Christmas. I'm, we're stealing that. We're, we're making Halloween the most wonderful time of the year. Pumpkin scream in the dead of night. Can you believe it's here already? No, I can't. It's August 11th, and it's the beginning of Halloween season at Walt Disney World. I feel like it snuck up on us so quickly. I, I, I don't understand why Halloween has to start just as we get out of the month of July. Because Christmas is for six months. In arguably the hottest month of the year down here. Christmas is for 12 months, 18 months, 24 months. There's only 12 months in a year, Danny. It feels like it's 24 it, months. It, it does. It does. But Halloween is here. And tonight, as we record this, the very first Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party is happening as we speak at Magic Kingdom here in Orlando. And so what we are going to do in this episode, since we have attended so many Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Parties over the years, we are going to give you our personal best tips how to navigate Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party and how to maximize your time during the five-hour party window. Yeah, absolutely. And I will say, even though we've been to many a party, it just never feels like enough. I feel like I could go every night that they have it. Imagine if they still did that ticket that they had in 2019. How cool would have that been? So if you are listening, uh, back in 2019, when we moved here, we moved here uh, close to the end of September, they had a party pass where you paid about, what was it, about $300? Yeah, I think it was 300 bucks, And I think... I don't know if it was every party. I it think was it was every party. party. You had access to go to every single Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween party. So essentially, it was like Disney's version of the frequent fear pass right. that Universal does for Halloween Horror Nights. Right. And if they ever did bring that back, I got to imagine that the price point will probably be double that. I was going to say probably like 500 I was going to say $4.99, $5.99, somewhere around there, where if you go to three or four parties, it pays for itself. Right. But here's the thing. What ended up happening was we said, oh, we just moved here. We had lots of things that we had to buy. <laughs> right. We'll buy it next year. Yeah, and then the world shut down. And then 2020 happened, exactly. Halfway to Halloween, the world went to hell. Oh, my gosh. But we did get <laughs> to go that year, and we've been going every year that we can. Yeah. And... The Halloween party is personally my favorite uh, Disney after hours party. It's pretty great. There's there's no denying that Mickey's not so scary Halloween party is, in my opinion, the premier event that Disney does during the year. It certainly right. has the best parade. Yes, it has the best parade. And one thing that I haven't gotten to see in person yet this year 
is you see all the Mickey pumpkins lit yeah, up on Main Street. The Mickey pumpkin right over your shoulder there. <laughs> what? What yeah. are you talking the about? The one from our TikTok video. Go check <laughs> us out at Park Hopper Show on TikTok. Yes. And uh, in case you were wondering, this thing, not for us, but uh, it sold out in three minutes on Shop Disney. Yeah. And I was told that they have this every single year and it sells out first thing in the morning. We've been here since 2019. I've never seen this before. I've never seen it in person. Um, so that completely blew my mind. Yeah. I'm not surprised that it sold out online really quickly because that stuff always sells out fast. Yeah. But the fact that you were able to get your hands on one at Wilder Disney at Disney Springs, pretty impressive. Yeah. Nice work. Thank you. Well, here's the the thing, guys. Um, already in August, things are selling out. Parties are selling out. Merch is selling out. So many things are selling out because people are ready for Halloween. And that's why we're going through all of this. So as you choose your party, because some of them are still available, um, as you get ready for the Halloween season, that you can make the most out of your day there because you only have a limited time at these parties. And so we want you to get the the not so the most not so scary spooky fun out of it. <laughs> yeah. So Danny and I sat down. We had made a comprehensive list on uh, different tips. Uh, that we're going to be able to give you here to maximize your time at the five-hour, 7 p.m. to midnight parties. Um, and then we're going to kind of elaborate on each one. But I think by the end of this episode, you'll be ready to attend a Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween party and get the most things done possible. Yes, because nothing is more disappointing than getting to the end of the party and being like, I'll do that tomorrow. No, you can't, unless yeah, you want to buy another, another ticket, ticket to another party. Right. <laughs> Right. That's where that $300 thing would come in handy. And we also, you know, are not against going to a second party. But if you only got one shot to do everything, you got to make it happen. not miss a chance to blow. This opportunity yeah. comes once in a lifetime. <laughs> nice. <laughs> there we go. All right. So what do you say we get started? Let's get started. So this is our um, overall tips, tricks, treats, spooks, booze, all of the above to make the most out of your Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. All right. So our first tip, and this is a really important one, because like I said, it's early August right now, and we are having the hottest week of the year right now in Orlando. Today, when I was at work, it was 92, and it felt like 110. Yeah. That is absurd. It's an 18-degree difference because of the humidity and the sun and all things hot. Um, <laughs> and summer. Yeah, right. Yeah. Olaf would really love it here right now. Or he thinks he would. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, so because of that, uh, this is a really, really important tip. So the tip that we have, our first one is going to be choose a party night to attend your Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween party where you will not be doing parks all morning and afternoon. This is a really, really important one. It should be your only park activity for the day. Mickey's Not-So-Scary does start officially at 7 p.m., but you can enter Magic Kingdom as early as 4 p.m. Danny and I have told the story countless times in this Multiple show. Multiple times, yes. Where she and I and my sister and some other friends, we did Universal all day. All day. Both parks, open to close. It was our one Universal day on our Disney trip, so we were going to get it done. We did all day... And then we decided to wing it and say, let's go buy a Halloween Horror Nights ticket for that night. And we did that, and it was the most horrendous <laughs> experience I've ever had on my body. <laughs> it, was, it was so much fun, but 
I was in so much pain from the humidity, the heat, walking around literal 40,000 steps. Like, it was the dumbest decision I, I think I've ever made as far as theme parks go. Yes. The event was awesome, but I would never do that again. This is exactly what we're talking about there. You do not want to be rope dropping Hollywood Studios so you can get on Rise of the Resistance and stay there all day and hop to Epcot and have some drinks and then plan on going to Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. No, do not do that. That is a huge tip from us. Do not do anything parks-wise during the day. Feel free to go to Magic Kingdom at 4 o'clock because your party ticket includes it. But don't plan on doing anything else with the party because you are going to be in Magic Kingdom until at least 12.30, 1 o'clock. And if you're kind of saying, well, I don't want to waste time, uh, there are plenty of things that you can do at Walt Disney World without actually being in a park. And maybe we'll have to do an episode about that, about things yeah. you can do on like a rest day. Yep. But just off the top of our heads, a pool, like go, go to the pool, yeah. go down to Disney Springs. Uh, you can do some shopping down at Disney Springs. Take it easy. Here's another tip. You're on vacation. Relax. Yeah, but it's so hard. Like sometimes you just want to do something. bed. <laughs> but like what can you do that's like more relaxing? Ride the monorail. Go ride the Skyliner. Yeah. Do, if you want to like be out and about but want it to be more relaxed, there's plenty to do. Yeah. Or go eat somewhere you've never eaten before. Go do a character meal, character breakfast, and then go relax by the pool. There's plenty of places where you can go and get a, a nice refreshing drink. Or grab a bite to eat, make a dining reservation. You know, right. do do something in the air conditioning because from four p.m. to one a.m. you are going to be hot. Yeah, hot, 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 hot. Yeah, I, that's one thing that we have seen people come in and go to parties, Halloween, Christmas, all of the above, where you know we've seen friends and family start from rope drop, and by the time we're probably like an hour or so before the party ends, everybody's like ready to go. Yeah. And that's that's not fun when you're like tapping out um, and you're not having fun anymore. So make sure that you give yourself that grace to wear yourself out of the party and not the rest of the day. Correct. Our next tip, pick up your party exclusive map on your way in and discuss with your party everyone's must do's. Uh, we'll give you ours in this list as well. So what we recommend we were discussing last night is to take your map and kind of pull your party over. Don't go in and just start, you know, not not having a plan and just doing whatever you feel like doing. Uh, take a look at the map and see things like the foods that are available, where your uh, trick-or-treating uh, opportunities are, where your uh, special foods are, when are, like when do you want to do specific character meet and greets, what uh, forms of entertainment do you want to see and when, and... Make sure that everybody kind of has a, if I must do this at this party, because there are going to be things that you are like, if I don't do this, I'm going to be devastated. And then there are things that you kind of want to do, but if you don't do it, you're, you'll be okay with it. Um, so make sure those things are at the forefront of your mind. And one thing that everyone tends to kind of skip ahead and not worry about this part is look at the map and see what you can do in the same area. If you are That's over, a big one. If you are over at, let's just say, Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger Spin, you ride that because the line is short, and then you're like, oh, yeah, we want to go to Pirates because they have a special overlay, and you walk across the park, 
And then after that, you're like, oh, let's go over to Tomorrowland and go check out the dancing character like party. I think they have like Monsters Inc. and stuff still this year. Yeah, I, I, I know they, they usually do. Yeah, it's on the, open the stage in Tomorrowland over at the, the Galactic Gateway or something like that. I forget right. what it's like. So exactly usually they just called. have like a fun place to like interact with characters yeah. and dance and stuff. But if you're going from one side of the park to the other, back and forth, you are just wasting time exercising. And exercise is never a waste, but in this case, you want to make the most of the space that you're in. And taking way more steps than you need to. Right, exactly. And so that time that you're saving by doing everything in that space and then moving on across the the park, uh, you're going to see that you get more done in the party time that you get. Much like everything Disney. You need to research stuff before you do it. And the people who don't research anything usually have the worst time. If, for lack of better terms, they have the worst time because they don't understand how to do things efficiently. Mm. Um, This is such a great tip because, like Danny was saying, if you're on... Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger spin, but you want to ride Big Thunder Mountain and then Space Mountain's wait time is at 20 minutes and you want to run all the way back across the park, you know, you're just going to weigh yourself out. There's no reason to do that whatsoever. So talk to your folks who you're with going to the party. Talk about everybody's must-dos. Like, we want to do this. We want to do that. We want to do that. And make sure you hit those. Plan that out in a way where you're not going east to west, north to south, right? you know, across the park. So... That's a that's a fantastic tip. I absolutely love that. So if there's one word you take from all of that from both of us is strategize there you your go. night love as it. soon as you walk in, but do it with the map in front of you so you can see everything. Because a lot of times people will go, okay, I have a strategy, and then they walk in and the strategy goes out the window as soon as they see something else cool. Yes. So there's so much fun stuff to do, but. I pressed it prematurely. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> um, so the next uh, important tip. This is a really, really great one. The next two are super important, specifically for Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. And this one is to prioritize the attractions or the rides with party-exclusive overlays. And Danny mentioned it briefly before, but uh, there are three, or there are four that I can think of, unless they changed any for this year. We haven't been to a party yet since tonight is the first one. But there are four uh, overlays on attractions that they've had in the past. These are party exclusive. You cannot get this during the day or on another day. But Bill, what's an attraction overlay? So basically, they take an attraction and they add lighting or music or something fun in addition to what's normally there just for the party. So it's you can only experience this overlay, whatever it is, at, at the, party. the party. Correct. So when you're at the party, paying that money to be at the party... You should want to try to prioritize getting on these attractions that have the overlays. Right. So the four that we know of are Space Mountain. Now, you're thinking, Space Mountain's already dark, Bill. What are you talking about? Space Mountain is in total darkness. Like, you can't see anything. Normally, you can sometimes see, like, the stars and the track sometimes and the the, the different lights that are inside and that red tunnel that you go through you at the very see end. Some. You can see some stuff, especially if the people movers down. Right. Um, but during the Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween party, it is total darkness. Not even the blue uh, tunnel that you go through at the beginning just before the photo. That's off, too. With the tunnel that sends you to space. Correct. The blue, <laughs> whatever it is, the blue uh, portal. We, we all know the portal You tunnel. know what I'm talking about. Wee, 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 and wee. then you 
you go around the corner right. and take the photo. Um, there is zero lights whatsoever. So everything's in complete darkness. And there's super spooky music playing. And I think that is so much fun. It makes Space Mountain even more exhilarating when you can see literally nothing. Yeah, you feel even more like you're going to have like a your head chopped off. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> um, so the Space Mountain is in total darkness with spooky music. The next one, which I think is the most fun, is we have live, real-life pirates inside the queue and the ride yeah. at Pirates of the Caribbean. Yes. Now, when I say inside the queue, picture yourself walking through the Pirates of the Caribbean queue. You go through these big you know, concrete hallways, but every once in a while, you'd stumble upon like a jail cell. And normally, there's nothing in there or it's dark, but during the Halloween party... There may or may not be pirates locked up in there, Talking and they're to and you. they're interacting <laughs> with you, and that's super cool. Uh, it's another addition to uh, the attraction that just makes it so great and so much more worth checking out at the Halloween party. There's also, if I remember right, pirates, live pirates inside the attraction in certain spots. Yes, that's correct. Up above you, around you. I don't remember exactly where. I think there was one on a bridge. There are a couple different right. spots that they can. They can put them in I'm wherever sure they want to put them. I'm sure that they're, they get there's like different spots that they can change them to if they ever wanted to. Right. Maybe Johnny Depp is actually there. Which Who has knows? happened before. It has happened before. Not um, the Halloween party, just no, randomly. No, no, no. <laughs> it, it happened totally randomly. Um, but that is such a cool touch for the Halloween party that I absolutely love. I love that too. The third one is probably my favorite. And, and that is we have live ghosts. Outside uh-huh. of the Haunted Mansion. Haunted Mansion is my favorite classic Disney ride. There's That's been discussed before. I love Haunted Mansion. And the fact that you can actually go through the queue and you can interact with a couple of ghosts that are just hanging out on the front lawn at the mansion, that is so cool. Yeah. They're, they're super witty. They're funny. They're p- poking fun at all the costumes that They're people are wearing. They're interacting with the crowd, yeah. I love it. It's so much fun and makes the Haunted Mansion queue just completely fly by because sometimes that queue can drag a little bit, at least until you get up into the graveyard. Um, but just absolutely love that touch of having live or dead ghosts <laughs> um, in the uh, the Haunted Mansion queue uh, to have some fun with you. Yeah. And the fourth one, there's really not uh, a, a ton different about it aside from some lighting and some music, but the Mad Tea Party undergoes a Halloween overlay as well. There's some spooky lighting and some spooky music, but it's the same ride. It doesn't change, uh, but it's super family friendly and super fun. Check that out too. It's, it's one of those things that's Halloween party exclusive, so might as well do it, right? Yeah. And I think that if you can only choose uh, like a couple of those, discuss it with your party, which one is the most important for, for you to experience. For sure. For sure. All right. Next, prioritize seeing the party exclusive live entertainment. Now, uh, some people are like, oh, I don't know if I really want to see this. You want to see it. Uh, you definitely want to see these things because... They're very specific to the party, and you don't get a chance to see them anywhere else. But right. we're, we're going to uh, go ahead and go through these. The first one is the Hocus Pocus Villain Spelltacular. They do three to four shows per night, and we try not to depend on the very last show. Uh, at one time, we did go to a party, and they canceled the last show. Well, it wasn't the last show that they canceled, but they canceled the one that we stood there waiting for. 
So there's always a chance that with weather or anything like that or technical difficulties that... It was a technical difficulty. There was a fire alarm that went off inside Cinderella Castle. Yeah. And that, they literally said, show's canceled, see you at midnight. So my understanding is because they do different pyro during the shows, it's very, very sensitive. The alarms are super sensitive. So it could have just been like a... From from what we can tell, it was just like a, like a over, overly precautionary like thing for them to do to keep everybody safe. Right. Because the next show is fine, but uh, you know, if you wait to the last one and there's a you know something like that happens or it rains, then uh, you don't get to see it. But let's go ahead and hear about the uh, Hocus Pocus Villain Spectacular. Yeah, if you don't know what that show is, um, it is a show on the castle stage at Cinderella Castle uh, with the Sanderson sisters from Hocus Pocus. Uh, enlisting the help of Disney villains, the three sisters mix sinister shadows, terrifying nightmares, and use the nefarious powers of their frightening colleagues to conjure the ultimate Hocus Pocus potty potion and cast a spell on everyone at Magic Kingdom Park. Look for appearances from Dr. Facilier, Oogie Boogie, and Maleficent. Combine them and other great Disney villains with amazing dancers, wild visual projections, and otherworldly special effects to make Hocus Pocus Villain Spectacular a not-to-be-missed Halloween treat. And also, uh, one thing you can do is make sure that you're nearby Cinderella Castle because this is a stage show so that you're also maximizing your time walking over there. Correct. And the beauty of this particular show at the party is that it's done three to four times a night. Right. Depending on the time of year, when the sun goes down earlier, generally they have one more show. Uh, but it's done at minimum three times per party. Right. So you definitely don't need to do the first one. You definitely don't need to do the second one. But if I were you, I wouldn't depend on the last one if the Hocus Pocus Villain Spectacular is... Uh, like a must for you. You don't want to miss it. It's fantastic. Next is Disney's Not So Spooky Spectacular. So this is, again, going to be at Cinderella Castle. And this is going to be the fireworks show. Now, the tough thing about this is there is only one show per night. So you have to decide whether or not you want to make the time to see this. Correct. Um, they added more recently an incredible life-size Jack Skellington. God, so cool. He's the host of the fireworks and he takes the Fab Five adventures through the haunted house. And we do suggest watching from the center hub or up near the castle stage. Uh, I'm hoping this year to be able to get a cool 4K video up close because yeah. I think it was last year that we were going to get a video and it rained. And so we never got to see yeah. him up close. And then for my birthday, weren't we going to go to a, a Halloween party? We went to another one and he didn't come out because the weather was bad. Well, that was the one that he didn't come out. And then Hurricane Ian canceled the <gasps> right. Halloween party that we were going to go to. That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. That's right. I was so sad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we didn't get to see Jack at all last year, unfortunately. But it is super cool. He, I don't even know how tall he is. I, I would guess 15 feet. Like, he is really tall. He's taller than me. Yeah, and he comes out, and he trots out on the castle stage, and it looks so much like the on-screen Jack Skellington. It's uncanny. It's unbelievable. It's a really cool, you know, I'm going to pull back the curtain a little bit. It's a really cool puppet. It's not a live performer. Um, but no, it, no but way. <laughs> you couldn't make a live performer look like him because he's literally a stick figure. Yeah, there's no way you could have somebody who's that tall and that, um, like, just nobody... The way he's nobody drawn, like nobody that. exists like that because <laughs> right. people have things like organs They're in their right. body. And right. Jack is literally a skeleton. 
So Exactly. So the, the official description on DisneyWorld.com for this show is, Gather round as your host Jack Skellington delights with this not-so-scary tale that proves anything can happen at Halloween. During a frightly, frightfully fun fireworks display, oh, that's a mouthful, uh, Mickey, Minnie, Donald, Goofy, are spirited away to a mysterious haunted house where they encounter dancing skeletons, waltzing ghosts, and a sinister gathering of Disney villains. So it is, in my opinion, an absolute must to see this show. I feel like everything is a must. Happily, ever after, happily ever After is amazing. Their fireworks are amazing. This show has the projections and the fireworks, plus Jack Skellington. It, it, it's a can't miss. If you really don't like fireworks, that's probably the only way I think you should miss this. Right. But they do it once during the night. There's only one time to see it. Gather around in front of the partner statue or closer to the castle so you can take in the the really cool Jack Skellington um, and make it a point to see this fireworks show. Now, the last uh, entertainment piece, and I think the best one, is the Mickey's Boo to You Parade. So there are normally, weather permitting, two performances per night, uh, and that's per party night, not regularly visiting the park. The Headless Horseman usually trots by about five to ten minutes before the parade, and we personally recommend watching the second Boo to You Parade because the first one just always seems to be packed. It seems like people want to get it out of the way so that they can go do other things. Uh, but if the parade is the most important for you, make sure that you're keeping your eyes on the weather because if there's a chance of like storms, of like lightning, thunder, that second parade is most likely not going to happen for the safety of the performers. So make sure that you prioritize that, but also be smart about incoming weather. Much like Danny said earlier in the episode, there's one word that is super important when it comes to attending a Halloween party. Strategize. Yes. Look at the weather. Look at what might be happening. Anything can happen at the snap of a finger in Florida weather. But if you see that there's going to be an 80% chance of thunderstorms from 10 o'clock on, go to the first parade because the second one probably ain't happening. And while you're at the first parade, go watch in Frontierland or Liberty Square. Um, that is where the parade like starts. That's the start of the parade route. Mm -hmm. uh, it passes you instantly and it maximizes the party time. I also really like watching from there because I feel like a lot of times when the characters come out, they're like, pow, they're on. And Fresher. so they're very, they're very interactive. They're interactive throughout the entire parade oh, yeah, route. Yeah. But I love watching them like, okay, they've stepped on stage and then oh i'm i look super excited you're gonna come <laughs> make faces at me and i love that right and th the reason why i put that in there and like it says in uh, our, our note there that it passes you instantly maximizes your party time is because when you wait up on main street usa or you're by the hub or you're even at the front of the park if you like to watch it there right the parade starts at let's for the for the sake of it say 10 o'clock if you're watching it from the front of the park, it's not getting you till you, to you till 1030. And there's a half hour of that five hour time that you're just sitting there waiting for this parade to come. Yes, you're just holding your spot. Correct. You're not getting there at 1029 because you're not going to get a good spot. You're at. If you're sitting there at 1030 waiting for it to show up at, at I'm sorry, if you're sitting there at 10 waiting for it to show up at 1030, five, uh, 30 minutes of your 300 minutes are now gone. 
And believe it or not, it is legal to watch a parade, not in front of Cinderella Castle. <laughs> Correct. I promise Correct. you, we've confirmed with Disney. Then they're done that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah, those are going to be our uh, our big uh, live entertainment. Hocus Pocus, Villain Spectacular, Disney's Not So Scary, Disney's Not So Spooky Spectacular. So many mouthfuls. And Disney's Boo to You Parade. All fantastic entertainment. Go see all of it. Go see all of it. Hey, friends, it's Bill. And Danny here with a big announcement. We've launched a Patreon page. For as little as a few dollars per month, you could have access to exclusive content, a chance to win monthly giveaways, an opportunity to join our show, and so much more. It's an incredible way to play a crucial part in the growth of a couple of park hoppers. Head to patreon.com slash a couple of park hoppers now and check out the different subscription tiers and what exclusive benefits you'll receive in return. Once again, that's patreon.com slash a couple of park hoppers. Thank you for your support. And, and we'll, we'll see, see you there. there. Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party is the one event a year where you adults us included can wear costumes so make it a point to dress your best however make it family friendly yes do not wear those sexy couples kinky costumes oh come like, on like for the one that always pops into my head when i think of dirty couples costumes is, exactly is the say. plug and, and the outlet. <laughs> That's what I thought you were we know say. what you're implying but when you go to we like, know what you're implying when you go to spirit halloween there's like an entire section of that it's like bun in the oven. Right. But like, not every costume at Spirit of Halloween is meant for Disney's parks. Right. And there's a lot of costumes that... St. Horror Nights. That uh, maybe shouldn't be worn in terms of being comfortable for a lot of walking. Sure. And yeah. then also just like be family friendly. It's uh, Mickey's not so scary, but it's also just like... You're going to have kids there and yeah. stuff. And so they, there is a dress code and you don't want to have to, you know, plan a costume and then be stuck in a T-shirt. And definitely go all out. Like go like balls to the wall cosplay. Like just be do do whatever you want to do, whatever makes you happy. However, there are certain limitations. Right. You can actually wear like Disney costumes. Like you can dress up as a princess or you can dress up as Peter Pan or whatever your heart desires. Right. The one major limitation is that there you're not allowed to wear a mask. And I'm not talking about a COVID mask. I'm talking about like a Kylo Ren or a Darth Vader. Yes. Or something that completely covers your face to the point where you literally look like the character roaming around because they can't see your face. Right. Um, you can wear Cinderella dress. You can wear Rapunzel's dress with a long gold braid whatever you want to do you can do but with certain limitations like masks that is a huge no-no uh, for the adults at the parties so when we're talking about costumes as well and i was just making sure that this wasn't further on in the episode plan ahead to to make sure that you are going to be comfortable and not in a oh uh, i'm gonna have to take my costume off uh, you know, to walk around because you don't know what wonderful scenario Florida is going to give you in terms of weather. Will it be cold? Will it be hot? Will it be rainy? Will it be humid? 
It's it, really not so scary. Yeah, but you don't know what's going to happen. So the very first party I went to, I believe, either the first or the second one, I wore a full body penguin costume. <laughs> you did. And you did. I probably underestimated my excitement because I just danced around that entire night. Uh-huh. Uh, I will also say that one of my favorite photos is of uh, of that Rapunzel holding the lantern. <laughs> <laughs> I just washed an ice cube out of my mouth because um, I just pictured that photo in my head, and I wish I had uh, it handy to show you on the screen. We'll have to share it on but our socials. Yeah, um, we will share it. But uh, I was I was in a full penguin costume holding the Rapunzel lantern, and I was very happy with all of the photos. Me, full body penguin costume. However. I will never do that again. Yeah. I was so hot. Either that or I would have like, I'd wear like a penguin t-shirt underneath or something so I could like change in and out. No, my like overexcited brain decided that I was going to wear like some like thin bike shorts and a tank top that I was not wanting to take off. I didn't want to take off the penguin costume. It was just meant to be worn underneath. So I greatly underestimated the amount of walking, dancing, excitement, and just the overall heat and humidity at the party. Because it's Florida, even in October, it's still hot. It is, for sure. So make it Florida-proof. Consider making your costume friendly for hot and cold weather. Um, Even if you shed layers and you're still in costume, awesome. So what we mean by that is if you are coming at a time where you don't know if the temperature might get cooler or warmer... And it kind of is fluctuating. Yeah. Uh, you can bring things like a pair of leggings, a pair of like Under Armour long sleeve clothes that you can throw into the bottom of your bag. And then if it does get cold to be able to slip on under the costume that you're wearing. Correct. So nothing is more frustrating than being overly hot or overly co- cold and having hours at a party that you're trying to enjoy. Absolutely. So real quick for our Patreon uh, folks. Uh, Patreon.com slash a couple of park hoppers. I don't know if you guys can see this on the camera. <laughs> there's Danny in the penguin costume. I don't, I with, feel with the lantern. Hold it back a little bit further. Sort of. No, I don't want to do it. It's bad audio. <laughs> but um, yeah, go check that out. We'll, we'll post it. It's really funny. Yes. But it, uh, overall, you want to make sure that your costume, even if it's fun, because like I love wearing my penguin costume, I think it's hilarious. It fits for in any situation. And, uh, but, Again, in hindsight, I probably wouldn't have worn that. I also think when we dressed up as Steamboat Willie and Sorcerer Mickey, yep. that was still kind of warm. It was. Where I was like, oh, it'll be fine. I'm just wearing like a pair of leggings and a t-shirt or something like that. It ended up just being so warm that night. And you wore a, a robe Yep. That well, and night. We'll, we'll post that photo too. We'll do like a best of our costumes um, montage or collage. Yeah. Whatever that word is. Um, and on our social medias, and we'll we'll show you guys the costumes. But. Yeah, and but this past time we ended up just dressing up um, Halloween like. Right. I wore a a giant uh, orange tutu. I wore this. <laughs> <laughs> and so there's just different things that um, you can do. Nothing. There are no rules. You don't have to dress up if you don't want to. If you're not comfortable, but if you are going to dress up, just make sure that you take 
the Florida weather into consideration. Absolutely. Now, the next tip as far as dressing up goes, and this is a really important one. If you plan on riding Space Mountain, if you plan on riding Big Thunder, any sort of ride you need to kind of climb into, make sure your costume is able to do that. Yeah. You know, don't you don't want to wear like a big poofy Cinderella gown and plan to get into the Space Mountain vehicle. That ain't going to happen. Or like when you go to run Disney, you see people dressed up as like, uh, the Skyliner gondolas. Right. So if you're wearing a Skyliner gondola, like you, giant box, you will have to take it off. You're not going to fit into correct into like a Space Mountain vehicle or any vehicle, probably. So again, back to that S word: strategize. If you're planning on doing rides, make sure your costume is able to do rides. Right. Um, so that's a huge one. Uh, if Danny and I, when the parks reopened after uh, after the first run of COVID, and we it was it was around Halloween season, not too long after that, and because they weren't going to have a Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween party, they decided to let the public just wear costumes during the day at Magic Kingdom, which was really cool. I loved that. I thought it was awesome. However, Danny and I wore. Are you can try to find the picture. I'm going to try to find it. Danny and I wore. Uh, Marvel costumes, like she was just saying. I wore a Captain America full body suit with padded chest and arms. And Danny wore like a neoprene Captain Marvel suit. But we also had to wear masks outside. So I had a mask over my face. Danny had a mask over her face. And I would say within an hour of being outside in the Florida sun in August, September, it was so hot that I needed to take my costume off. So, so are, on, are you showing something? I'm showing the the photo on Patreon. Okay. You can kind of see that yeah. we're in full body yeah. costume. Um, but it got so hot that I just couldn't bear to wear that costume anymore. And so another tip, just in case it is hot like it is today for the first Halloween party, just bring a change of clothes. Go, enjoy the party. Don't be miserable. Don't sweat to death. Be happy. Have fun. If your costume gets too hot, bring a bring a light change of clothes. Bring a pair of gym shorts and a t-shirt. Whatever you want to wear, whatever's easier to pack, bring it in a bag and change into it. And I heard somebody say this the other day. Theme park clothing should always be about survival (laughs) remember that and please please if you're listening to this and going i think i'll be okay uh don't do that i promise you we've been there done that yeah don't make our (laughs) mistakes right exactly and the last little touch for this uh this tip here is be prepared for the possibility of rain like we said Uh, most of the halloween parties actually take place during the official hurricane season down here in florida so there's always a chance of rain or a thunderstorm or something that can damper your evening like during your birthday exactly exactly and uh (laughs) but the best way to kind of if you want to stay in costume and you know keep the look up um where bring a clear poncho that's a really great tip that danny came up with last night if you're wearing this super cool costume and you still want people to see it when it's pouring raining Claire Poncho, that's where it's at. Also, make sure you have some water shoes in your bag, whether you're bringing like a pair of Crocs. Or waterproof shoes. Yeah. Uh, or like you can usually buy like some like swim sandals with that are really easy to throw at the, at the bottom of your bag. Crocs are sometimes kind of like chunky in your bag. So yeah. you need like a bag for your Crocs basically. Right. Uh, 
having those available and being able to do a quick costume change to now I look like, like, uh, what is it? Uh, I'm leftover food now mm-hmm. is what I always feel like when yeah. I put on the clear poncho. But now I have that clear poncho on. I can continue with my day. Oh, and my socks aren't wet. You're just going to feel so much better and have so much more fun at the party. Now, this uh, this uh, particular tip is not on the list. I'm adding it um, for you because I love you. Uh, it may sound like we're telling you to pack a ton of stuff. It's really not a lot of stuff. When you fit all this stuff in, and I've done it before, when you put all this stuff in there... You can fit in a regular backpack more than comfortably. It's really not so scary. Lounge fly, probably not so much. <laughs> no. But a regular backpack, not an issue. Here is another tip, because one of the biggest things I hate in this world, wet socks. Yes, same. There is nothing worse than wet shoes, wet socks that makes me more miserable. I can't think of anything. If I'm at the park and I get have wet socks, I either need to buy a pair of Crocs, which... I don't do that because we live here and that seems right. wasteful. And they're 50, 60 bucks right. at Disney. Or I'm done. I'm like, let's go home. Yeah. So what I like to do is if I'm bringing a t-shirt and a pair of shorts and like a pair of socks and another pair of boxers, tie it up inside of a plastic bag inside your backpack. Right. That is a huge one because if it does rain, your backpack's going to get wet, but your clothes won't. And whenever it stops raining and you decide to change, you will have dry clothes to put on. That is huge. Also, this poncho right here, this is an emergency poncho. Mm -hmm. You can usually get them for like a dollar at like the dollar store or at Walmart. This, you can throw at the bottom of your bag. Yeah. So, and this is clear. I love these. I always have one to two of these in my bag. And they cost like no more than a dollar fifty. Right. And I usually get packs of like ten or twenty of them and they're usually a little cheaper. Um also as soon as you're done with it, recycle it. Bada bing, bada boom. Yes. All right, let's move on to our next tip. This is a big one. So one of the really cool perks of Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween party. Is the trick or treating right? What do you mean trick or treating? What do you mean? There are literal trickle treat, trick or not trickle treat, trickle treaters, trick <laughs> or treat <laughs> spots all around Magic Kingdom that are generally highlighted by some sort of light up something. It's usually like it almost looks like a, um, you know, when you go to like sporting events and you have those things to whack together. Yeah. The but like they're like the noisemakers. Yeah. Like giant uh, ones of those. They looks like yeah, they look like those, but they say not so scary. Mickey's not so scary Halloween party on the side, and they're right. lit up. That's and, what I always think. And of. Christmas time, they're blow up candy canes. Yeah, that, that signify where you're getting the party exclusive snacks. They just look like as if a giant, like a literal giant, dropped them, and that's where you find the candy. Right. <laughs> so you look for those light up things, and that's where you know you can do your trick or treating. Now, when I tell you that they're generous with candy, they're generous with candy. They are. I won't, I won't, I can't, I can't say what I saw, but I'll tell you off the air. Okay. Um, yeah. But there is so much candy to be had. It is insane. Insane. So they give you on your way in, there's like a little trick or treat bag. It's for Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party. It's probably seven inches wide and probably 12 inches deep. It holds plenty of candy for you. Yeah. Trust me. But if trick-or-treating is going to be a huge thing for you at this party, our suggestion is to bring a backpack. 
And the biggest tip that we have is trick or treat and gather candy later in the evening. Yeah. That's the main tip here because, yes, the party starts at 7, but a lot of people go right to the trick or treating. And the lines are generally long. And again, back to the S word, strategize. Yes. During this party, you do not want to spend your first hour in line for candy. You yeah, don't. You just don't. You, you don't. They're open till midnight. Granted, some of the candy might be of a different variety later in the night or maybe running out in certain spots. But have you ever seen that? No, but it, def- it definitely runs lower than it does. Right. Um, and Or they may give you less. Who knows? Here's the thing. Normally, when I've gone later in the night, they usually give me like a giant handful as opposed to here's your one pack. And I'm sure it depends on like the cast member, too. But in the past, I've gone last minute and they're like, here you go and throw like a bunch in the bag. Right. So generally, the last two hours are where people are like, crap, we're already three hours in. We've only got two hours left. Let's go do everything. Yeah. And so... Generally, people are not waiting in line for trick-or-treating at that point. That is your best time to go and do the trick-or-treating and get that candy. You're going to have more than enough candy. It's not. There's plenty to go around. But our biggest tip is because the party starts at 7 and the trick-or-treating immediately starts, wait till a little bit later. Plus, it won't be as hot. And there's a lot of chocolate that's being given out. And that chocolate will melt if you are getting it while the sun is still up. Personally, one thing I would recommend is in your backpack with, you know, your poncho, your shoes, um, everything that you're bringing, uh, you know, change of clothes, anything that you have packed. Uh, We have gotten these bags off of Amazon. Yeah. What were they, 12 by 12 maybe? Mm -hmm. They're 12 by 12 giant bags, and we use them to ship out uh, these paintings I made to uh, raise money for Run Disney for run disney uh but i would bring a couple of those and then as they give you candy just toss it in there so you don't have loose candy all over your backpack right so there's a lot of things that you can do just to make your life a little easier and then if you're visiting you can just take that bag and throw it into your suitcase Mm -hmm. and you don't have just a bunch of loose candy everywhere and the amount of candy I have seen people show it's, from their resort rooms. It's kind of gross. <laughs> so much candy. It's not gross. And you're not going to travel with all that candy. Sure That's, they are. Ugh, gross. It's magical candy. It's uh, shame on you. No candy shaming. I don't want candy melting all over we my suitcase. We don't candy shame in this house. <laughs> it is Halloween, the most wonderful time of the year. None of that, sir. Okay. Sorry, ma'am. All right. <laughs> no candy for you, sir. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. All right. So, yes, uh, trick-or-treat later in the evening. Uh, generally, the lines are really long. Don't waste your time. All right. Next tip. So, again, strategize or research the party-exclusive treats and locations at, of, like, what you would want to get that night. So exclusive snacks are going to be um, on the night of the of so on that map that you get it's going to be there on the map, and then desserts are going to be super sweet. So make sure that you kind of take a look at everything and decide what you want to try or share with your friends and family. Now, when Danny says exclusive treats, we're not talking about the candy we were just talking about. We're talking about party exclusive items up for purchase that are savory, sweet beverages whatever they're all over the park at different locations it will say on the map 
but they are extra price for you to enjoy these treats. But if you would, if you want to try some of these treats, and again, research beforehand, strategize. If you want to get certain things, figure out where they're being sold and kind of fit those in along your night so you're not uh, all the way over in Space Mountain and then you want to get something down at Westward Ho down by Pecos Bill. Yeah, so a lot of times they'll have savory snacks and they're different every year. And then they're going to have the desserts that usually have like six inches of icing or something <laughs> right, like that. Right, right. Uh, so a lot of times I'll hear people say, oh, I want to try this dessert and this dessert and this dessert. Um, in our experience, when you have one dessert, it's usually yep. enough. I mean, you can try as many as you want, but they are very, very sweet, uh, more so than like a dessert out in the regular world, mm -hmm. I feel like, outside of a theme park. So I would always say kind of decide what you're going to prioritize because you might feel kind of nauseous walking around in the heat and humidity and eating straight icing yeah. <laughs> off of a cupcake. Too much sugar. Uh, and you can also just share with people. If you have people in your group who want to try different things, share the desserts with them. Or if you're on vacation and just want to try everything and eat a little bit of each thing, go for it. It's your vacation. But just kind of be prepared that the desserts are overly sweet. They're very Instagrammable, but very sweet. Yes. And, and it's whether they will melt. Yes. And uh, as for the party-exclusive savory items... I feel like we never get around to those. We're always so busy, but they always have things that are party exclusive. You can only try them during the party and they always look good. So make sure that if you want to try it, you make note of where that is being sold so that when you're in that area, you go pick it up. Cause I feel like every time I just, I'm like, Oh, I'm going to try that at the next party. And then hurricane Ian cancels your, your party. <laughs> right. Exactly. All right. Next tip. If character meet and greets are your thing, me know the lines will be long, especially early. I can tell you, I was at work today, and Magic Kingdom closed at 6 o'clock. Party started at 7, so they have that hour buffer to kind of get people who don't have wristbands out of the park. The meet and greets started at 6 for, for Halloween party goers. Oh, wow. Jack and Sally, Jack Skellington and Sally, had a three-hour wait at 6 o'clock. That is insane. That is wild. Three hours, so 6 o'clock to 9 o'clock. You're already halfway through your party by the time you go up and say hi to Jack Skellington and Sally. But the thing is, if you are going and getting that very exclusive meet and greet, then you need to decide if it's worth being in that line for that amount of time. And that's why we're telling you, if your thing is character meet and greets, don't do the most popular one early. And just for full disclosure, there are two that I would recommend uh, being highly aware of in terms of wait times. First one, most popular one, Jack and Sally. Yep. Second, which came back this year and should be here um, every year because it's so popular is meeting the seven dwarves. In their school picture. In their school picture? <laughs> Where all seven of them are just sitting there in like two different levels. Yes. It's pretty funny. I We got to meet them like that back in 2019. But that was a Christmas party. Was it? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Uh, well, regardless, we did that yeah. meet and greet. It's very popular. Very, very popular. You don't get to meet seven dwarves all at once, almost ever, except it's, for these parties. It's awesome. And 
if that is a priority for you, that was a Christmas party. Mm -hmm. <laughs> They're all blending now. <laughs> um, I highly, we highly recommend making sure that you make time for that because it is a very exclusive meet and greet. But just be prepared. It's not going to be, oh, let's run over and jump in into the picture. Right. Do your research. Look at the map. See where the characters are meeting and strategize that way. But I would not advise doing the popular meet and greets right at the beginning of the party because you will wait the longest in line and use up the most of your party time doing it that way. Right. However, I will say that if that is important to you to and you need to, just be prepared. Just know that... Just telling you. Just know what's going to happen when you get into line. It's exactly. not going to be quick. <laughs> All right. Next tip. Shop for your party exclusive merchandise on your way out. Uh, the only time that we do not recommend this is if there is a party exclusive item you need. So there's an item that maybe, you know, you're going to be devastated if you don't get it in your size. Uh, you, it's the, the one thing you want to bring home from the party. These items, this exclusive merch goes so fast. And so if there's something that you really want, make sure you get it ahead of time. If you're not going to be heartbroken, if like you don't get a specific t-shirt or a spirit jersey, or you just maybe want to bring home something, no matter what it is, then what you can go ahead and do is shop after. That is the best time to go shopping at these parties. Yeah, you don't. You definitely don't want to. If you want to maximize your time doing things that we've already talked about, you're going to kind of waste that time at the beginning going through the Emporium and spending 30 to 40 minutes in there. Whereas the party ends at 12, but the Emporium doesn't close at 12. Right. The Emporium stays open until probably 1, 1.30. And so go do your shopping afterwards, unless, like Danny said, there's something specific you want. And for the Halloween party, there's always Halloween party exclusive things like spirit jerseys, t-shirts, mugs, pins, uh, corksicles, like all these different things that are exclusive to the party. That could sell out that night. They'll get them back for other parties, but you're not, you may not go to another party. Right. But if there's something specific, like I really need that 2023 Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party pin, get it on your way in. Also, pro tip, if you are mostly sure that you want it, but you're not 100% sold on it, maybe you're like 95% sure that you want this, and maybe you're caught up in the excitement of the party, get the item. Do it. You can actually purchase or return these items on Disney property within the proper return time frame. So you don't have to return it back at the party. Which is generally 30 days, I believe it I is. I believe so, yeah. Uh, it'll say it so on the back of the receipt, I Correct. believe. Yep, yeah, yeah. We don't return a bunch of the stuff that we buy. No, so. <laughs> no we don't. Uh, <laughs> we so, should, but we don't. Oh, no, we shouldn't. <laughs> we definitely shouldn't. But uh, let's just say you have a a t-shirt that you see and it looks like it maybe runs a little big or a little small and you want to buy two sizes to make sure that you get the right size. Do it. Return the other size. Correct. Because uh, sometimes these sizes just vary based on like with the brand, all of those things. I can, I, I can tell you from personal experience that the there's an orange Halloween t-shirt that is out right now. And if you folks are listening to this and you're going to a party or you're going to Magic Kingdom at some point and you see this orange shirt that we're talking about, it's like kind of candy cane colors. Um, there is, it seems like there's a new vendor that they're using for shirts and they run big. They, I definitely got a size that I normally buy in Disney shirts and the size below fit me perfectly. 
So if you see that orange shirt or if you're in between sizes, you can try to try it on right there over whatever you're wearing. Um, but your best bet is to buy both and return the other one. Yeah. And again, this is only if you are you know, not sure. But also if you have something that you're pretty sure you want to bring home, uh, but your heart isn't 100% set on it, get it. And if you wake up the next morning and have buyer's remorse... Take it to your nearest store. I think you, if you're staying at a resort, you could probably just walk over to the gift shop and return it, right? Probably, yeah. So as far as I know. I, I think it's anywhere on property, any yeah. gift shop on property. So uh, make sure that you're figuring out when you want to shop and if there's something specific you want to get to, again, strategize your shopping. And here's another pro tip, too, on this topic. And say you want to go buy all this stuff. All of it. For... For your uh, for you and your family, and you want all this party exclusive stuff, and you go in right away, go to the Emporium, buy you that stuff. You want a shopping spree. But you've got six hours of a party ahead of you, and you don't want to carry that around all night. You're, you can actually ship it back home right from the store. So what you can do is just any cast member at the registers, just tell them, can I package this and send, send this it to my home? And send it home. <laughs> That way, you don't have to worry about putting in your luggage. You don't have to worry about carrying it around for the rest of the party. Yes, it will be a fairly nominal fee to ship stuff home, as it is anyway, no matter where you ship it, whether from Disney or not. But the convenience of you being able to package up all that stuff and you don't see it again until it's at your house. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Also, you can you don't have to just buy your party-exclusive merch. If you're picking up some things at the Emporium that you've been wanting to buy, maybe Halloween merch, maybe you're just picking up some general Disney or Magic Kingdom merch. Yeah. Box it up. Buy it all together. Yeah. Buy it all together and send it all home. It's the best thing that you could do, especially if you don't want to, if you're buying it at the beginning of the party and don't want to carry it, or you just don't want to drag it back to wherever you're staying. Yes. All right. We have got one more quick tip for you before we wrap it up here. And here we go. Lastly, collect your souvenir lithograph on the way out. What's uh, a lithograph, Danny? A lithograph is a nice 10 by 13 or whatever size they decide to give you art piece. Um, it's like this size behind me over here. It's basically just like a little poster, a little yeah. commemorative gift uh, that they give you on the way out. Now, um, Last year, for example, I'm looking at it right now. You can't see it on camera, but last year... Um, it's like a spooky version of the Cinderella castle with a Cinderella uh, uh, carriage pumpkin on one of the light posts and some ghosts and Mickey and Minnie and Pluto are sitting in front of the castle. It's a really, really cute art piece. And I'm, and I, I'm not 100% sure if they're doing it this year, but they should be. Um, we'll find out around midnight when people start leaving uh, tonight's first party. But that should be something that they're handing out on the way out. So make sure you grab that. It's a free souvenir. Yeah, and just find out whether or not they're doing it, like for future parties. Yeah. Um, they they might be giving something else could different. Be, yeah, it could be something else. Uh, you know, for Christmas parties, they've given out ornaments and a lithograph. So, you know, those things are subject to change. So just be aware, but get it on the way out. And usually, they hand it to you as you're walking out the door. Absolutely. But we've got one more tip for you that I forgot about. One more tip. And this is just a strong suggestion from the park hoppers. Yes, that's us, in case you didn't know. So, at this point, I hope you <laughs> do. Uh, so, here's one thing that I tend to try to be better about these days. 
um, is fight the urge to record entertainment. Now, a lot of times when we're recording, we're doing it for, you know, either our content purposes or, uh, you know, sometimes you want to record something. Um, there are plenty of videos out there so you can relive these things. One of the biggest, what I consider, I don't know if I want to use the word mistake, uh, but just unfortunate choice that people make is recording things like the entire fireworks show. You are not going to watch your shaky, like, firework video where you're half paying attention. It always cracks me up. And for those of you watching on Patreon, you can see exactly what I'm doing. But there's literally people who are like this. Like, camera is diagonal. Like, when are you going to watch that diagonal video of the fireworks? Yeah. It can understand if, you, if you're if you actually filming the show where you've got a gimbal or you've got uh, a tripod and you're, like, actually filming the show. But if you're just standing there and your hand is shaking and, you know, things are things are going on and your video is not going to be great. What's the point of even doing that? Live in the moment. Enjoy those shows while you're there. You're just not going to go back and rewatch that. Right. In the moment you're wanting to capture, you're, you're wanting to capture that moment. Um, the other thing, unless there's somebody who you really want to share a moment with, stop FaceTiming people. Oh my gosh. If that is the only time that you are going to see something, watch it. Uh, there was a study that actually came out where they discovered that our brains actually don't store memories the same way if you're watching it through a screen. So meaning if I'm watching a fireworks show and my phone is in my pocket and I'm watching it with my eyeballs, my brain is actually storing that memory um, in a real way. If I'm watching through my screen, your brain just isn't storing that memory. Yeah. And uh, it just, I don't know why it has something to do with maybe the, the fact that it's not real. You're right. You're watching through a screen. So take those moments and you paid for these parties. You paid to be on vacation. Guess who didn't pay for the party? The person on the other end of that FaceTime. Yeah. And we're not <laughs> saying like, don't take a second and like, if you want to record like a minute or two yeah. of something, do that. But don't miss out on everything. Enjoy it. It's a once a year thing for most people. So in, enjoy it. And cheap plug, you can go to youtube.com slash a couple of park hoppers and you can watch literally beautiful videos of the Hocus Pocus Villain Spectacular, the Disney's Not So Spooky Spectacular, and the Boot to You Parade all in HD on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash a couple of park hoppers. Cheap plug. Um, go ahead and subscribe. Ring that bell. Ring a ding ding for all the notifications. Uh, whenever we post videos, we're going to be posting a lot more stuff coming up. So stay tuned there. Yes. And so there, there's a reason that content creators like us go and wait for hours to get that perfect spot. Right. And we invest in equipment to make sure the things that we are recording are steady that the light is good, that we know exactly where to stand. We're doing so, it so you don't have to. That's exactly it. We're doing it so you don't have to. And it's part of what we do as content creators so that when you come here, um, you get to experience it with your eyes and not have to worry about recording you know, something that you're never going to watch again. So real quick, before we get out of here, let's run back down our list of, of tips to help you maximize your time at Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party, and we can alternate 
right now. Choose a party night where you will not be doing parks all morning and all afternoon. Pick up your party-exclusive map on your way in and discuss with your party everyone's must-dos. Prioritize the attractions with party-exclusive overlays. Prioritize seeing the party-exclusive live entertainment. This is the one event a year where adults can wear costumes. Go all out. Trick or treat and gather your candy later in the evening. Research the party-exclusive treats and locations and what you might want to get. If character meet and greets are your thing, know that the lines will be long, especially early. Shop for your party-exclusive merchandise on the way out. Collect your souvenir lithograph or whatever party-exclusive is available on your way out. And then lastly, uh, make sure that you put your technology down and enjoy what you are there to enjoy. Live in the moment. Yeah, live in the moment and be present with the people that you love. Yes, and those are those are just polite suggestions. You don't have to, but you will enjoy it more if you do. Yes. So... With that being said, that's going to wrap up this episode. Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party Tips, how to maximize your time during the five hours of the party. I hope this is helpful. Uh, Hopefully this is an evergreen episode going forward where you can literally go back in our feed and listen to it every year when you're going to Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party and find it helpful to plan your night and get the most out of your party ticket. So with that said, we're going to get out of here. Thanks for listening. We really, really do appreciate you. Follow us on all of our social medias at Park Hoppers Show. Subscribe, youtube.com slash a couple of park hoppers. Ring ding that bell to get notifications anytime we post a, uh, a new video on our channel. And are you going to say something? Yes. It's the most wonderful time of the year. It is spooky season. So be ready for all of the park hoppers coverage. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to a couple of park hoppers podcast. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all other podcast platforms. Be sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok at Park Hoppers Show. Visit youtube.com slash a couple of park hoppers and subscribe to our channel for theme park videos, live streams, and more. And don't miss out on your chance to play your part in the magic by visiting patreon.com slash a couple of park hoppers. Until next time, we'll We'll see see you around around the parks. parks.